talked about those things. And, and ultimately, I said, we have to learn how to think critically when we're bombarded with this information. And if you say, well, I'm a, I'm a Jesus follower, I'm a Christian, you have to be able to think critically in a biblical way to the things that you're being bombarded with. Okay? And, and, and the reason for that, if you call yourself a Christian, is because, in, and, I, and I shared this verse, John 14, 6, and if you were there on Sunday, I read this verse. I would read it every week if I could, uh, where Jesus responds, I am the way, the truth, and the life. No one comes to the Father but through me. And he says, I am the way, I am the truth. And so he defines truth. He is the essence of uh, truth. And so that's for us that say, I'm a Jesus follower, that's where we start. But for you, whether you call yourself a Christian or not, I want to ask you that question tonight. Where do you get your truth from? And, and I don't want you to just go, I don't want you to just do this like one answer, right? Um, and like, like I, I think it's more complex than that, right? Because for some of you, you need to ask the question, where do you get your truth when it comes to relationship decisions? Where's that truth come from, right? Because there's information you're getting. There's people that are telling you their opinions, right? And some of you, you love that. That's why you come into your roommates or your house and you go, guys, I'm thinking about so-and-so. What do you think? Do you think, that, do you think I have a shot? Do you think, how do you think they feel about me? Could you ask them, right? What are you asking for in that moment? Feedback. So, when you receive that feedback, who's the voice, or what's the voice, that is your source of truth that is giving you the direction for this relationship? Okay? So, that's, that's, there's somebody that you're going, okay, you said that, I believe it. Right? So, so truth isn't just this thing, it, 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 it's, it, it's in different places of our lives, right? So where do you go for truth with a relationship? When you want feedback on a relationship, on, and, and it could be uh, whether it's a dating thing or just even a friendship thing, like evaluating, are they a true friend, right? Where does that come from? Um, if you want truth about something in culture, what defines that truth for you? Who defines that truth? Who's the voice that you listen to when you think about reacting or responding to something culturally? Maybe it's something on campus. Maybe it has to do with uh, education. Uh, maybe it has to do with the route you're going to go to what you want to become. What is the voice of truth for you there? Where do you go? Okay, when it comes to, uh, you know, religion, what is the voice of truth for you there? What is the thing that is uh, literally the basis for what you're deciding that you're going to pursue, the, the place you're going to attend? Okay, where do you go for those things, right? Uh, when it comes to political issues, right? Where are you getting your truth? The truth is what, for you, what you're choosing to believe. Where is that coming from? Who is that voice? And, and, and it's not just like, who is that voice? It's, 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 it's literally, it's, it's, it's asking like, who's the influencer, right? We have these influencers that influence us. It's, it could be a teacher. It could be a religious figure of some kind. It could be um, this 
this specific network that you're a part of. It could be a specific platform uh, that you go to. Uh, it could be like it could be a specific account. Uh, right? There could be like an Instagram account that you're going to that, that you literally go, whatever they post politically, I believe. Whatever they post about the Bible, I believe. Whatever this person posts about the motivation of, of life, what I should be focused on, that is what I do. Okay? So, so it could be, it could be a, a specific platform. Or, and this is probably the most popular right now as I was thinking about this, there is probably a combination for you, okay? Now, this is where it gets really tricky. Some of you have a source of truth for this. You have a source of truth for that. And you have a different source of truth for this. And so, for some of you, you're taking and you're actually creating these weird combos of truth. And, and, and you're like, and you're, and you're pulling them together and, and sometimes I've literally told people, you know that those people literally believe different things, right? And they're like, no, 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 I don't think so. I'm like, no, they do. In fact, they say they do. <laughs> but we, what, what, what are we doing there? We're deciding and we're giving authority and leverage to whoever or whatever it is. And it's kind of like build a bear truth, right? It really is. Um, and I know what that is, okay? My kids have Build-A-Bears, right? I was there, and oh my gosh, you guys, it's so expensive. Whenever you have kids, just don't go. I mean, it's a money pit. It's like, I mean, and they sell the most ridiculous things. Like, what teddy bear needs shoes? And they're like Jordans. Like, I mean, it's stupid, okay? It's like, no, I need Jordans. That teddy bear does not need Jordans, okay? And it's like all these things, right? It's like a waste of money. If you work at Build-A-Bear, we love you, we support you. But I'm saying, overall, is there a Build-A-Bear here? I don't even know. There is. Oh, okay, that's not temptation at all. A kiosk doesn't do anything for my kids. So um, it's got to be the full setup. And anyway, but that's what we do when it comes to truth, right? We piece and we match different things. And yeah, when it comes to relationships, oh yeah, they're my source of authority. When it comes to uh, religion, oh yeah, I like that. They're my source of religion. When it comes to politics, eh, eh, oh, there, there, that's the magic. And, and we take them, right? Culturally, how I respond, all these things. And so what we have is this mismatched truth that we take and we're living out of that and, and, and a lot of times it's confusing because, like I said, they're actually conflicting each other. And, and then you're stuck with, like, a huge decision. Huge. Why do I know that? Because you're at the age, I say this every week, where you're making the biggest decisions. Okay, you guys are deciding, am I going to stay in Eugene? Am I going to move? Am I going to go to grad school or am I not? Am I going to get married or am I not? Uh, what, what am I going to do? Am I going to take this job or am I, am I not? Am I going to go to this city? Am I going to go to that part of the country? Am I going to go to another country? And you're making the decisions that are going to have a lasting impact on your life. That's why you want me to talk about relationships every week. Okay? Because you're like, I need it. I want it. Where, where are they? 
you feel like this clock is just ticking on your life. And so you're making, but you are, you're making big decisions right now. And so what do you do when literally your source of truth is like, you're just like carrying it. And every time there's an opportunity, you're like throwing stuff out. And then you're, and then honestly, here's what also happens is we remove those sources of truth. They're no longer good to me, right? What happens? Oh, I heard him say this. I didn't like that. Ah, uh, yeah, that probably doesn't work. Right? So you take them out, but you got to replace them. So then you find someone else. How do you replace them? You replace them with someone that what? You agree with a little bit more. That you like. You relate to a little bit more. Ah, oh, they're more like me. Okay, I found them. And I follow them. Right? And, and, and I'm literally obedient to them. And guys, we got to ask that question tonight. What are the sources of truth that you're literally making the most important decisions of your life off of? What are those sources? Don't give me the high level. If you're a Christian in this room, don't say, the Bible. Okay, stop. Okay? Don't say it's just one thing or it's just that. It's not. It's complex. But it's so important because you're making the most important decisions of your life off of those people, those accounts, those influencers. And a lot of times they don't even know you. And a lot of times who you're getting relationship truth advice from, they don't even care if it works out or not. You know what? They just want you to be happy. And they see that you're happy now. So they're going to say, guess what? Yeah, go for it. I think that's a great idea. And you're like, okay. And I say this all the time, you guys, and I'll talk about it in the relationship series. I cannot imagine waking up every day and turning over and seeing the person that I married and going, that's not God's best for me. I, ah. Guys, I don't know how people do that. I don't. I know how it happens, though. I know how it happens. It's, it's who we're going to listen to. So sources of truth, guys. And so this is so important. And, and really this hit me uh, actually last night. I was, uh, I, I shared this statistic with my wife. Okay, because everything's about statistics right now, right? And, uh, and I said, well, actually, honey, did you hear this, the latest statistic on this? You know, and, uh, and, she, and she goes, where'd you get that statistic from? And, and, and I looked at her, I was like mad at her for a second. Like, how dare you? You know, we're married. We are one flesh. And you're questioning me? Like, what is that, you know? And, 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 then, and then I'm like, I, I started thinking about it. And you know what I said to her after I stared at her a little bit, which is awkward because there's no one else in the room, um, is I went, I can't remember. <laughs> so then I'm like, well, it had to be uh, really. So then I'm like looking at my phone and I'm like, hold on. And, and, I, and I got it and I found it and I go, ha, it's credible. And, and, and I was like, I knew it was credible, you know? And, uh, and, 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 but how many times are you me in that moment, right? Where you just, you throw something out. You throw out a statistic. I heard this. Or, or you, you literally, like I said, you're making a huge decision and you haven't even asked where your truth has come from, but you're doing this. This is your major now. 
This is, this, is the, this is the route you're taking. You just decided I'm not doing this anymore. You just decided I'm marrying this person. All of that, and, and you haven't even questioned why. You haven't even questioned where is the truth behind this decision. You haven't. You've just uh, literally taken the Build-A-Bear approach, and it makes more sense to you than it doesn't, and it seems to be a better, more favorable outcome than it doesn't, so... I'm going to go with it. And what we do is we never ask the question, and just as my wife drilled me on it, where, is that true? What, where is your source of truth there? Where is it? And so guys, ask yourself that. Give yourself permission tonight to ask yourself that. I asked you to look into the biases that we all have, but if you can't actually look at where is the sources of truth that you're pulling from that are the, the decisions that you're making, guys, you're going to be in for it. That's tough, and it's going to always be changing. Here's the thing, and I'm going to share this next week, and I'm telling you right now, I don't like to say, hey, this is when you invite your friends, but next week, I am going to talk about why the Bible is reliable, and a source of truth. It's going to be a big week next week. Now this week's big too. But that's so important. You have to ask that questions. You have to ask that. And, 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 and like I said, when it's confusing, we just end up doing whatever sounds the best. And there's so many new debates and topics that often we're stuck trying to find what? A new source of truth for a new problem. Or what do we do? We have a go-to, but when we hear something better, we abandon them and we believe something else. And you think about just where you guys are at right now. Some of you have done this and you you haven't even noticed, right? Like some of you do not listen to your parents anymore. I'm not going to say raise your hand. Some of you don't, right? What happened there? Okay? You, You decided... That, that they no longer should speak truth in your life. Some of you uh, have chosen to no longer listen to a particular friend, right? There's a friend that you have said, what they speak, I don't believe. What they speak into my life, I'm not going to do, okay? Uh, maybe it's a mentor that's no longer a mentor in your life. Maybe it's a coach, and you're like, they're no longer my coach. Or maybe they're still your coach, but you're like, they're not my coach. I'm not going to treat them like my coach. Maybe it's a pastor. Maybe it's me. <laughs> and you're like, I don't even want to be here, <laughs> right? But it could be. It could be a former pastor, okay? I meet people all the time that are damaged by pastors. I meet people all the time who I've said something, and they're like, you said that. And I'm like, you got to let me know because I talk a lot, okay? I do. And guys, you should not hang on to every word I say. And if I say something, you go, that was weird. Guess what? I'm going to say some weird stuff. So you should come back and go, Steve, that sounded weird. What did you mean by that? And guess what? I probably will agree with you. That was weird. And then I'll unpack what I really meant. Okay? That happens. It happens. Okay? And, and, but, you guys, we've reacted to a lot of things, haven't we? And we've, and we've, set, we've removed them. Uh, we've removed these people of having influence. And like I said, last week I talked about how Jesus says he is truth. And if you're a Christian or maybe you just, you're, maybe you're not, but you still say, man, that's a good source of truth to operate from. You have to understand that the truth you say you base your life on is this. And this is huge. The truth, when we, come, when we understand if we're going to live for Jesus, that truth is always under attack. I want you to know that. 
Okay, so if, if I say I'm going to make this a source of truth for my life, you need to know, okay, and I'm going to highlight this next week as well, you need to know that there are, there are a lot of things in that moment that are going to work against you continuing to go to this as your source of truth. And, and, and the reason I know that is because I've read this and there's, there's some common themes in this. Starting in the very beginning, okay? Genesis is called the book of beginnings. And it walks us through creation. And, and here's the reality, okay? Um, we see all throughout the Bible people who said, I'm going to make God my source of truth. And you see different moments in their life where they choose a different route for their source of truth. A different person. A different plan. And, and literally, like I said, we see it in the very beginning. In Genesis chapter 3, I'm going to read Genesis chapter 3, verses 1 through 6. And it says this. It says, and this is the very beginning. If you've never read a Bible before, I'm going to talk about Adam and Eve. Do you all know Adam and Eve? You probably do, okay? Genesis chapter 3, 1 through 6 says, Now the serpent, the devil, was more crafty than any other beast of the field that the Lord God had made. He said to the woman, Eve, did God actually say, you shall not eat of any tree in the garden? And the woman said to the serpent, we may eat of the fruit of the trees in the garden. But God said, you shall not eat of the fruit of the tree that is in the midst of the garden. Neither shall you touch it, lest you die. But the serpent said to the woman, you will not surely die, for God knows that when you eat of it, your eyes will be opened and you will be like God, knowing good and evil. So when the woman saw that the tree was good for food and that it was a delight to the eyes and that the tree was to be desired to make one wise, she took of its fruit and ate and she also gave some to her husband who was with her. And he ate. Okay. Now, what just happened there? You're like, well, duh, they ate the fruit they shouldn't. Well, what happened is literally they are put into a perfect situation. Everything's good. Everything's perfect. Their bodies are perfect. Like, like literally, it's the perfect environment. And what happens well, the snake, Satan, approaches Eve and, 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 and starts up this, this conversation, right? Here's the question. Did God actually say? That's such a good line. Did God actually say? Guys, you, if you're going to follow Jesus, you're going to have that thought. Did God actually say that? Did God actually mean that? I mean, I know he meant it there, but this is today. This is different. People are different. This is today's world, today's culture. Did God really mean that when he said that? And, and, and then what, what, what happens here? He gets her to do what? To doubt truth. He gets her to doubt it. Right? So in this moment, for the first time, right? The first time, she doubts a command that God has commanded for their protection so that they can maintain this perfect harmony that they have. 
And so literally, she listens to that voice and she just starts to doubt. Huh. And then what happens? Well, he tells her like, man, if you eat that, actually, you're going to have more what? Understanding. You're going to have more understanding. Guys, how often do we go down this road because we want what? More understanding. Why did it say that she ate the apple? What was one of the main reasons it said what? And that the tree was to be desired to make one wise. Oh. So you guys, she wasn't like, forget you, God. Right? She wasn't like, whatever, God. No. She sees that it looks good, it sounds good, I bet it tastes good, and I'm going to gain more wisdom by eating this. So this is good. Guys, there are so many people on roads and paths right now that are so far from God that they're operating and navigating through that like this is the truth simply because they've questioned something they had no business questioning. And what happened was that doubt, guys, because when you have doubt, there's, there's two different directions that you take with that doubt, okay? This is really important because you're gonna have doubt, okay? Everybody just go like this. You are gonna have doubt. You will. I, if you go, I'll never have doubt. You're already in doubt, okay? So you're gonna doubt. There's gonna be moments that you can't explain, you can't comprehend. You're gonna, you're gonna see something awful. And, and in that moment, you're going to doubt certain things that you go, if you're a Jesus follower, that you believe about God, and it's going to create tension and, and all these, these things in you. But the reality is, what do I do when I experience doubt? Where do I go with it? Right? And you have two choices. You have the choice to lean in, to hold on to what you know has been true, or you go, hey, this seems to be a better option. This seems to be new information, more accurate information. Uh, this is gonna this is gonna give me more understanding. And so I'm gonna go down this road. And and literally people have like they have good intentions. Right? It's, they're just like Eve going, man, this is going to make me more wise? Oh, yeah. So, so some of us were literally like, oh, this is going to give me more understanding and wisdom. So I, I go through it. But the reality is the lie is that you're going to be wiser. That's actually the lie because he wants, to take, he wants you to take that bait so that you go down this road that has nothing to do with truth and it actually hijacks your truth. And that's how a lot of us get into this Build-A-Bear truth. We've bought into different things, different narratives, different ideas that take a little bit of God's word and just turn them a little bit. They twist them a little bit. It sounds good. It sounds more relevant, more current. Um, and I can relate to this person. And so I start to give myself. In other words, I give uh, the decisions that I need to make. I give them over to somebody else. I give them over to an article, uh, uh, an opinion, uh, a person. And, and guys, that's so dangerous, This is what he, and when I say he, Satan, the, the, the snake here, the serpent, the father of lies, as he's called, his name means deceiver. That's what he wants to do. He wants to deceive us. Like that's the playground he's in, is deceiving you. I mean, in 2 Corinthians chapter 4, verse 4, it says this. In their case, the God of this world has blinded the minds of the unbelievers to keep them 
from seeing the light of the gospel of the glory of Christ, who is the image of God. So literally he's talking about these people whose minds have been blinded by the enemy to keep them from seeing the true light. Okay, so this is the goal. This is the agenda. So if I'm going to say I want to operate out of this truth, there is a spiritual force actively working against you. Now, regardless of whether you believe in God or not, and I talk to a lot of people, so I, in fact, honestly, I, I try to find people. that Because one of the worst parts about my job uh, as a pastor is I sometimes get into seasons where I feel like all I deal with is Christians. I love Christians, okay? I am a Christian. But I love interacting with people from different backgrounds. And so, like, when I'm on campus, I'm like, ah. Not because I'm, like, I'm going to get you. But I love interacting with people that have different beliefs and backgrounds. And here's the thing that is common, universal, across the board that I've experienced from talking to people. Every single person agrees with me that there is evil. Every single person. No one has said, no, nah, there's not evil. Every single person I've talked to says there's evil. And I'll ask them, where do you think that evil came from? Mm. Mm. And I go, well, let's just assume I'm right, okay? Now I am, but let's assume <laughs> that there is a source of the evil that is pushing you down this road, okay? You all agree. We're not getting better here, okay? Everybody agrees. We're getting worse. Why are we getting worse? We should be getting better. We're getting worse uh, because there's opposition. There's an enemy, right, operating against truth. And, and so literally when you start to understand and identify that there is an enemy, there is evil actively working against you arriving at truth, you start to understand how we can all, regardless of what we believe, fall into all of these things because there is literally somebody working against all of us arriving at truth. There is somebody literally working to destroy your friendships. There's somebody actively working to destroy your relationship. Uh, there is someone right now actively working to destroy my marriage, working to destroy my kids' lives, working to destroy the ministry that I hope to have and what I hope to do uh, for God. There is literally somebody actively working against that. There is literally somebody actively working against me believing the truth. He's trying to manipulate my mind and my heart, trying to put the right articles, the right uh, commercials, uh, the right person, the right book in my path. He's literally trying to place them in my path so that I will catch on to that, buy into that, and so then I will start to drift from this and give authority to somebody else. Under this deception of this is actually good. This is good for me. And so, guys, there is literally somebody you need to know pushing false narratives on you all the time. All the time. And so you have to be aware of that. And people are falling into all of this left and right. And, and the Bible warns us about this. I, I, I talked about that. You know how it says in 1 Timothy 4.1, now the Spirit expressly says that in later times, some will depart from the faith by devoting themselves to deceitful spirits and teachings, it says, of demons. And we go, ugh, 
That's scary. Well, when you actually look at where some of these things come from, these things come from agendas that are based, that are in opposition to God. That's where some of these things come from. And we're going to talk about that, like I said, next week. But you guys, it all starts with this, that seed of doubt, right? That's where it starts. It starts with the seed of doubt. And what am I going to do? What am I going to take that doubt? Where am I going to go with that? And guys, the Bible encourages us to take the doubts to God which is so awesome. He says, cast your anxiety on me because I care for you. So he says, take that, bring that to me. He doesn't say run from me on that. He says, bring that to me. What the enemy wants to do is use your doubts to take you away from God, just as he did with Eve. He wants to convince you of a different truth. He wants to get you to justify something as truth, even something that you may know is wrong. And, and like I said, all throughout the Bible, we read about this. I'm going to read some of these passages here in Romans chapter 1, verses 18 through 25. It says this, for the wrath of God is revealed from heaven against all ungodliness and unrighteousness of men and women who by their unrighteousness, it says, suppress the truth. For what can be known about God is plain to them because God has shown it to them. For his invisible attributes, namely his eternal power and divine nature, have been clearly perceived ever since the creation of the world in the things that have been made. So they are without excuse. For although they knew God, they did not honor him as God or give thanks to him, but they became futile in their thinking and their foolish hearts were darkened, claiming to be wise They became fools and exchanged the glory of the immortal God for images resembling mortal man and birds and animals and creeping things. Therefore, God gave them up in the lust of their hearts to impurity to the dishonoring of their bodies among themselves because they exchanged the truth about God for a lie and worshiped and served the creature rather than the creator who is blessed forever. Men. Guys, it's over and over and over and over again. It's exchanging truth. We're exchanging truth right now at a rate that's unprecedented. It's crazy. Some, for some of you, it's weekly, right? So what do we do with that? See, guys, God is desiring to show and reveal truth to you but you have a choice as to what you're going to listen to. The other night, my wife and I, we uh, were turning on this show. I shared this Sunday. My wife is right now, like, she's all into these design shows. And we go to turn on this design show, and I'm like, what is that noise? And, and it's late. At least for us, it's late. You guys, I think it was like 9.30. And... Um, <laughs> That's where I'm at in life. I'm not going to pretend I'm not there. That's where I'm at. 9.30 is late. Anyway, and so anyway, we're hearing a noise. And for context, our, kid, we, our kids, we try and put them down 7.38, somewhere in there, okay? Some of you guys are just eating dinner. Like, you're thinking about dinner at like 8. But that's when we're like putting them down. And anyway, uh, all of a sudden, I'm hearing noise. And I look at my wife and I go, they're up. She's like, no way. I go, they're up. So I walk in there. These creative little stinkers had taken this lamp and moved it to one, to the middle of their beds, and they had turned it like a spotlight right onto my middle child. 
And, and like part of me is confused, right? At this point, you walk in, you go, what is happening, right? And, and then he's there and my oldest child is sitting in bed with him and he's on an iPad that they secretly got. And they're playing games and laughing. They're so into it, they don't even know I've walked into the room. And, and so I'm like, hey. Well, you're not supposed to yell. So I went, hey, what are you doing? And don't make me, you know, positive parenting. Don't make me encourage you harder, okay? And anyway, and so I didn't do any of that. I threw all that out the window. And anyway, I, you'll understand later. So, but I'm, I, I'm, all of a sudden, you know what happened? This is the first response from my middle child, God bless him. Kingston told me to. That's number one. Immediately, Kingston told me to. He told me to. And so I said what I think every parent has said since the beginning of time. If Kingston told you to jump off a cliff, Bronx, would you do it? And he just looked at me like, no. And I go, I know. Why are you listening to him? And he looked at him and goes, I don't know. That's you. That's me, right? And maybe this is that light, that weird, awkward lamp that is for the first time focused on you right now, in this room, right now. There is a lamp on your life. And, 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 and right now, maybe, maybe right now, God is like, what are you doing? What are you doing? Why are you making these decisions? Where is the truth behind what you're doing here? Where is the truth that's justifying why you're believing that? Where is the truth right now behind how you're acting and treating these people? How you're acting and treating me? And right now he's asking you that, right? He's asking you. He's asking me that. And the spotlight's on us. And what's our response, right? Well, guess what our response is typically? Well, they told me to. I read that. I saw that. This person said that. Oh, you said that. Don't pull that one with him. I'm telling you right now. I've tried it. And so that's the question. Guys, that's the question tonight. In Psalm 119, 160, David says, The sum of your word is truth, and every one of your righteous rules endures forever. Some of your words are truth. Guys, do your decisions align with what you claim to believe? And at the end of the day, like I said, if the spotlight is on me, what, what, really, what really is the basis for the decisions that I'm making? And because you're making them, you're saying, I believe in it, which is your truth. So what is it? What is it? And don't give me the one-size-fits-all answer. Really look at that tonight and think about it and consider it, okay?